Hello and welcome, listeners, to the third and final part of the Elder Campaign. So, uh, at the end of the last part, our investigators found Elliot Granger chained up in the uh, basement of the church. So now you'll see uh, how they intend to get her out of there and how they can uh, figure out what's going on in this town that's causing all this uh, weird stuff going on. Uh, So please enjoy part three of our Elder Campaign. Uh, At first glance, she looks nothing like the picture that came in Grace's letter to Evan. Uh, But you can tell after a little bit of a closer look that that's definitely Elliot Granger. Can I? Oh, yes, go ahead. Oh, oh I was going to see if I could do like an intelligence or medicine check to see if she's still alive. Uh, sure. Let's see if she's like, like what condition she's in. Yeah. Oh, I only rolled a two, but I do have a four to that. So it's a six. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you definitely at like right away, you can tell she's alive. She is stirring a bit. She oh, seems shit. to be maybe just passed out or asleep when you guys got there, but she's waking up now. Uh, Her face and her eyes are swollen and bruised. Her hair is matted with blood, and she seems thinner than when the picture was taken. Her wrists and ankles are cut and bleeding from rubbing against the chains from repeated escape attempts, and she has a dark hole in her right thigh that resembles a bullet wound. Uh, So as you are kind of inspecting her, she wakes up, and uh, as soon as she sees you, uh, she starts to cry. And like a weekly attempt to get away from you. Do you have anything to drink? I'm not asking her, I'm asking. Evan, do you have something we can give her to drink? Uh, I still have the sherry. Uh, I don't think she'd like that. That I, That's, I'm sorry. I have a problem. This is the only thing I have on me. Do her wounds look infected? Maybe we can use the sherry to, uh, that'd be painful. <laughs> we don't need to torture her more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I, I wish I had like water or something to give her. Like, don't uh, worry, we're not here to hurt you. Uh, 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 I, I, who, who, who are you? What? I don't. Who are you? I don't. I've never uh, seen you two before. Uh, we're friends. We... We're just, what's your name? Who are you? Uh, I'm uh, Elliot. Uh, my my name's Elliot. Elliot, my client Grace, your friend. She's been. She's been trying to find you. She sent me. She sent for me to come find you. You talked to you talked to Elliot. I'm Elliot. You talked to Grace. <laughs> I understand. Oh, I, thought talk, I thought he said he talked to Grace. Uh, you know uh, Grace, right? If, yeah, of course I know Grace. She's my girlfriend. Uh, uh, God, I don't even know how long I've been down here. I just the mayor found us. Uh, We've been sneaking around for a while, and he, he, he found me in, in her room. I don't, I don't even know how long ago that was. Uh, he, he, he pulled me out of there, and he locked the door. Is Grace, is Grace okay? She might be in some trouble if we don't get you out of here fast and if we don't figure some stuff out. But uh, she should be safe for now. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, he, he just he ripped me out of her room, and... He pushed me down the stairs and before I even had a chance to get up. He, he grabbed me again and I thought he was going to throw me out of the house, but he, he threw me into his study and, and 
I just, I, I fell on the floor and, and when I looked up, I realized he, he, he was behind his desk and, and like rifling through the drawers and uh, he, he pulled out, a, he pulled out a gun and I just, I, I don't know, instinct or something kicked in. I just, I just, I didn't want to die. I, uh, I, I tried to grab him and I, I knocked some stuff off the desk and I don't know, maybe some things broke, but he, he shoved me back and, and I fell and knocked over a chair as I was trying to get up. He pointed the gun at me and oh God, my leg, he, he, he shot me. He shot me in the leg. Uh, I, I let's, think he, let's try to get you out of these chains. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Can we make like a double strength check? Well, there, um, there are items around the room you could try to use to also help you gain some leverage to get them off, but there are uh, fairly simple uh, handcuff keyholes. Um, okay. So- Maybe I can use one of my couple bobby pins I have left to try to pick it with the check. Yeah, go ahead and do possible? a um, agility check. Agility check! Um, and then uh, oh, Evan... No. <laughs> That's okay. Evan, do an intelligence check. Intelligence check. I rolled a six. All right. So you, before uh, Bernard makes his attempt, you explain to him um, the ways that handcuff locks work because you have experience with that. And so you can add your uh, six to Bernard's roll. Bernard, what was your roll? It was a one, but I'm going to add a luck point to that from my three, from my pool of three. All right, so with your agility of three, that's four. And then uh, with your luck, that's five. Plus Evan's six gives you a 10. So yes, you're able to pick all the locks that are are, uh, binding her down. Um, So uh, you kind of get her out. She's rubbing her wrists like, you know, the the guys do in the movies. Um, Just like you can tell her skin is just like chapped and chafed. And uh, she's been in there for... Well, about six days. Um, I mean, you, you don't know that right off the bat, but you can put it together with when she disappeared. Yeah, so, about um, a week ago. She said, about a week ago. She said that, um, all right, I can act that. I, I, I don't really remember after, after he shot me. I just think, I think, I don't know. I just blacked out from the pain. Uh, I, I woke up a little bit later and... Kind, I don't really remember much, but I was, I had something tied around my wrists and I was leaning against the fireplace in the study still. And then Sh- Sheriff Gordon, Sh- Sheriff Gordon was there too. And, uh, and they were talking about something, saying something about the church. Uh, but I don't know what the church would have to do with anything. We're under the church right now. This fucking place is underneath the church? This is under the church, yes. This is right across from, from Father Crowley's room. We need to hurry up and get you out of here fast because we don't know how long until uh, he comes to check on it. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Oh, my God. This is under the church. Can you walk? Uh, no, not, not well. Uh, uh, one of I you, can go ahead and my, make a strength check to... Uh, I can give her my walking stick, too, to help. 
I don't, I don't know if she's even going to be able to support herself with the walking okay. stick. That's, I mean, the, the bullet hole in the thigh is really the hardest thing, but she's also... You can just tie her bullet leg to the stick. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and make a strength check. I got a five. All right, plus your three is eight. Okay, so um, you like help her up and you put the her weak side arm around your neck and just so you're not having to support her full weight and she's still moving a bit, but uh, you guys can help her so, away. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead real quick and see if I can um, check to make sure we're clear. So I'm gonna try to sneak up the stairs uh, roll up to the door and see if I can check to make sure we're clear up there. And I rolled a fucking two. I'm gonna add one more of my luck points from my pool of three, leaving me with one left, to my agility, making this a total six. All right. So you make it up to the top of the stairs. Um, you open the door. There's a little bit of a sound, but nothing nothing loud or anything like that. You look around, and it seems like the room is exactly the way you left it, including the door into his living quarters left open. Um, and uh, that's basically like... Did we open the door to his bedroom? No, to I mean just the door into like the kitchen area from the ch- rest of the church. Oh, we left um, that open? Sure. We didn't okay. say we closed it. No, we didn't, we didn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you get... I just mean so that you gonna, can tell that nothing has changed since you it. went down there. Got it. I'm gonna go rush to close that so we can try to go out the back. Okay. Um, that's fine. You close it. Um, and Evan, now you're at the top of the stairs with uh, with Elliot still on your arm. Um, and uh, Bernard, go ahead and make a perception check. As he's coming up the stairs, I'm going to make an observation of my own that the sheriff doesn't seem can be trusted. I don't know if there's anyone we can go to. It might be best to just get us out of here. Perception was two on three is five. All right, that's fine. Um, so you do notice there is like a, uh, a tea towel, kitchen towel sitting on the counter. And uh, um, that might be something you can use to help Elliot. Oh, like tie off? Okay. Um, like, okay. So I grabbed this. This is your new prison. <laughs> We're tying you up up here now. I said tie off, not tie up. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of the stove. I'm tired of the sink. Oh, um, I'm gonna. She's not. She's actively bleeding. Or no, but it's it's it's. She's got uh, like on her face and eyes. Yeah, you can like just like help clean her up and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna dampen the cloth and try to like wipe her face a little bit. Okay. Here, let me get that out of your eyes. Ah. Thank you. Okay. I think we should go through the back. I don't know if Crowley will be coming through the front again, and it's a long way to go across that room to get through there. The back is uh, through the cemetery, or the cemetery is in the front? Cemetery is in the back. Cemetery, the back is through the cemetery. Yeah. Okay. So, can, I, can I peek out that window? Uh, yeah. Still, still nothing you can see in that direction, but it points out uh, to the back of the church like uh opposite side of the wall as the front door so right like if somebody was coming in through the front you wouldn't be able to tell through this window right um just so you know but so there's nothing out there there's no people out there it definitely seems like it would be uh safe for you to step outside at the very least from what we saw when we first approached is does the front the fence uh, does it completely surround the cemetery attaching to the church or is there a way to walk around the back of the church to get to the front? Um, 
it it's not attached to the church the the fence um that i explained earlier yeah. goes down to the bottom of the hill uh but the only opening that you've been able to see at all is where the pathway like the road leads up to the church so you'd have to go through there to get out especially if you want to bring elliot with you you guys might be able to attempt climbing the eight foot fence on your own but she's oh god in a terrible state um so you guys get outside um if you look to your right you'll see kind of as the hill is cresting you can see the mausoleum that was mentioned earlier you look to your left you just see um more fence and for like just dead ahead past like farther past uh same direction as the door as you were leaving is more cemetery and eventually it kind of just goes over the hill so you can't really see what's beyond that um but you can assume it's more cemetery so down the hill from the church is the mayor's house right yes i'm wondering if we should try to get her in touch with grace and maybe we can find some help there i'm afraid if we try to go out here and hide we won't be able to get her the medical attention that she needs should i do another check to see if she like needs immediate medical attention kind of just feels like she should um so on closer inspection you can tell that um now that you're out in the sunlight uh you can like get a really good look at her you can tell that most of her wounds are superficial except for the bullet wound um you can tell somebody was trying to hurt her and like cause her pain but none of her wounds would be enough to really cause a lot of damage uh probably the most significant thing that's that's um weakening her right now is the fact that she hasn't eaten in days um they only gave her some water to keep her awake and alive um i mean let's just say she told you that (laughs) because i didn't mention it before but um so she's she's very thin and frail and feels very weak but you can getting a closer look she's got cuts she's got bruises um from not her real dad and uh not not a real dad real dad (laughs) and um so but yeah she's she's she will live from her wounds right now right um so dense what do you think we should do I, i do remember there being mention of a doctor in the town but i don't know who we can trust at this point sneaking back into the mayor's house might be difficult and even risky, but if we can get back in touch with Grace, that is at least an ally we know we have. Yeah, I think that's our only option. Uh, if the sheriff's bad news in this small town, I'm not sure who to trust. Grace is the one who hired me, so I've got to assume she wants her friend home safe. So, yeah, maybe we should make our way back to her. I'm sure they might have some food and water that we can give her there, too, if we can manage to sneak in. So, oh, okay, I, I can see in the map that the, the gate, the, sorry, fence leads right up to the church. Um, ignore the map for now, because let's just say that the, when the map was hand-drawn, that is how the fence was. Well, there could be like a door or something but in, along in, the fence. In more recent years, they extended it down to the bottom of the hill. Ah, got it, okay. So okay. The, the map is several years old. Um, that's that's also why there's not as many people's houses up there and things like that. Uh, so if you make your way kind of around to the front of the church, 
well, you'll, you'll come around the corner and you can see the bottom of the hill where the gateway is. Um, and you can uh, see Deputy Burke standing right in the, ga- in the gateway, basically, arms folded, staring up at the church. And he seems to kind of be like scanning the hill, like looking around. He's right in our path. Yeah, he's directly in the gateway to trying to leave. And at this moment, um, you will hear. um, So let's just say you did close the door behind you this time because you're not foolish. Uh, You will hear three voices inside just entering um, the living quarters. So it's lucky that you closed that door when you did, Bernard. Uh, you can't really uh, tell who belongs to those voices um, unless you'd like to do a perception check and see what see what there is to see. Um, well, yeah, I'd like to see if I recognize any voices. Um, a check? Yeah, perception. Okay. That's going to be a five. With three is eight. All right. Yay, so Finally a good roll. Um, so you can tell that one of the people is definitely the father. Father Crowley. Um, Two of the voices you can't really place, um, but one of them sounds angry. Uh, One of them sounds very upset. Um, And uh, if you'd like, if either of you would like to try and sneakily peek in the window, you can do an agility check. Well, we've still got um, Elliot on Evan's shoulders, so I'm... Ooh, that's really risky if I get caught. I'm going to make another agility check just to see if I can see who the other voice is coming from. I'm guessing one of these might be the sheriff, but I want to hear who the third person is. May do a roll. Yeah. And that's another five. Plus three is eight. All right. So you kind of just put your eye up into the corner of the window on the door just for a quick second, and you recognize both the um, other men. So it is Father Crowley. He's uh, putting on um, a kettle to make some tea probably or something. He's just lighting his stove. And uh, the other two men are sitting at the two chairs that were at the dining table. Um, You recognize one of them is definitely Mayor Adams, and he is the one who's angry. Oh, okay. He uh, has his clenched fist on the table. And now that you're a bit closer to the door, I'm just going to use the same result from your perception check earlier because it just happened two seconds ago. Uh, and he said, uh, you can hear him saying, like, it's a bit muffled, but he's saying, the whole door was broken off. Um, so, <laughs> so he made it home. Um, and the other person is one of the people who he was talking to earlier in the town hall and you can deduce because it's not the judge who was wearing judge clothes that that is the sheriff who is with them so father crowley sheriff gordon and mayor adams yeah he's he's got a little shiny badge on and what's his disposition he seems um relaxed he's kind of just leaning back in the chair like uh listening to the mayor talk and everything okay Um, and i'm not trying to put you on the spot but do you have a description for what either of these two look like so you can discern them. Um, yeah, the sheriff is um, older, like uh, late 40s, um, 
seems very uh, seems very just relaxed. He's. I want to uh, imagine Tommy Lee Jones. Not quite that old, but let's say a young oh, Tommy, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> like like Shaman Shaman Black One. A young Tommy, a younger Tommy Lee Jones. Young uh, Tom, I don't think Tommy Lee Jones was ever he's young. Never, he's <laughs> but he does. He does have a stoic, stern kind of looking face. But his face doesn't look mad. If anything, it looks almost bored. Like uh, like the things they're discussing and and the things that are just beneath them are everyday occurrences. It's nothing new to him. Um, he is wearing um, uh, like a collared shirt tucked into some some pants and he has like an overcoat on and that overcoat has his sheriff's badge pinned to it he also does have um a hat like a, like a wide-brimmed hat not like a cowboy hat or anything but uh a hat. he he is very typical sheriff looking person like he he's somebody who respects his title however you can tell everything he has is very clean it doesn't seem like he gets his hands dirty at all he's just uh hmm. he he's just very very clean <laughs> basically uh and the mayor is uh kind of a little bit heavier set and if he wasn't so angry he would seem like a jovial nice looking person uh he just seems like a, a honestly a politician situation? what's the no, mustache no mustache. no mustache no beard clean shaven he seems he seems uh, like a, a a regular <laughs> politician you know, like uh, what you would assume somebody who is uh, trying to be beloved by everyone would it look like. He seems like a nice person, but you can yeah. very clearly tell by his current disposition, he's got a, a mean streak to him. Clean, clean hair. So he's inside, got that, like, he's got that cliche comb over that's like disheveled right now when he's slamming his fist on the table. When it moves a little bit off of his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Billy Zane in Titanic when he's trying to say, this is my daughter, let me on the lifeboat. Um, So just inside the door where you guys have just exited are three people. And if you try and look down the hill, there is one standing apparently looking for something or someone. And I... uh, can I lean, not lean, I want to leave Elliot uh, with Bernard for a moment to go speak to the deputy. Oh, I don't think that's a great idea. Perhaps we can just throw a rock over the fence and try to distract him. He seems like it might be the kind of guy that trick would work on. Yeah, dim-witted. He's got a fat too. Um, maybe. Do you want to go talk to him? It's your I think he might be looking for us. I just heard, I just heard the mayor talking to the sheriff about the broken door. That could have He's been probably anyone. filed a report. That could have been anyone who did that. You know, they probably think that Grace did that. I think she would considering have the us. fact that these three gentlemen are enjoying. You hear tea. a big boom. It sounds like a door slamming open on its hinges, and from inside, the mayor is. Uh, you hear him shout, "She's gone!" She's not in there. Father, where's she gone to? What have you done? I, I told you to leave that girl down there. Oh, God. Dents throw a rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to... I'd like to see if I can throw a rock to the uh, far side of the church to see if uh, the deputy could maybe chase that. Chase the sound in that direction. 
we're okay. we're on the we're on the side of the church, right? On the uh, east side, east facing wall. Is that where we're at? Or are we just outside the door in the back? You're just outside the door in the back. So if you oh, do have the map sure. open, you know what? Here, let me share screen real quick on the photo on the map. <clears throat> map can you see my mouse um, yes yeah so you are about right here that's okay. exactly so we're on the, where we're on the this west corner west side okay. deputy's standing right here in the gateway that's and okay. they're and they're inside the the church right here oh, so to your okay. right you I, see the mausoleum yeah right. to your left it's just giant ass fence and if you were to try and throw a rock you'd have to clear the entire church, church. Yeah, I was wanting to run to the right. I thought we were closer to the east side of the church. I wanted to try to go to the east side and then go down the hill on that side instead of walking around the whole front of the church. So if you look at the the wall, um, yeah. all the windows in the church actually start at about seven feet high because they're all like higher up windows. So you okay. could you could feasibly walk along this wall without even having to crouch really or, and would not be seen from someone inside the church. Okay. So knowing that the deputy's on the other side, on the west side of the church at the gate there, I'm going to suggest we go, let's go this way. We'll go around the church. I'm t tugging at Dent's um, jacket because I know that I can't possibly hope to move him after the <laughs> incident <laughs> earlier <laughs> that day. <laughs> all right. All right. Maybe we could go by undetected. All right, so you guys make your way to the other side of the church, the far side. And from here, you can, you can see you're very close to uh, the mausoleum. And there are some larger headstones over on this side of the church. Um, and once you're at that corner, if you peek around the wall, you see just that the fence is right up along the hill. And there's no break in the fence at any point or no easier spot to get out. So it's it seems it's appearing to you that the only way past the deputy is through the gate that he's standing in. Um, that's where Can I at. do like an investigation to see if there's like a way, an easy way over or around this fence? Um, or if it's just so sheer dead end? Both of you do a perception and then both of you do an intelligence. All right. Um, I'll tell you what I got for my perception was a one, and I'm not even going to bother boosting that with a luck point. So plus three, that's four. Yeah, I got a four. And so four plus two, that's six. All right. And then okay. do intelligences. Okay. Five plus, plus four, four is nine. nine. Okay. I got a two. Two plus one is three. All this right. right. Covering okay. so Evan, <laughs> Evan looks around, and he's kind of just taken in the surroundings um and he's uh he sees that the fence does not get any smaller at any point it does not have any weak points it honestly looks like it was uh restructured or even fortified um much more recently than any other part of the church or the or the cemetery it's it's uh it's extremely tall all the way around and um Pretty much it looks like the only thing tall enough for you to hide behind or go uh, to, to maybe find some place to lay low would be the mausoleum because what like the headstones, none of them are big enough to hide three people, nothing like that. Uh, you could stay on this far east side of the church um, where, and that's where the stained glass window would be. Um, and then on Bernard's intelligence check, 
um, you kind of realize that if the mayor just looked into the basement to try and find Elliot and he was upset that she's gone, um, the father would have put together that he left the two investigators in the church alone. And when they came back several minutes later, uh, Elliot was missing. So they can kind of put, you can put two and two together that they have put two and two together that you were the ones that let her out. Um, so you're kind of now caught in this pickle. All right. Bernard, I see two options. Uh, option one, we lay low in the mausoleum for a while, wait for maybe keep an eye out, make sure, see that nobody's around, leave it a safer time. Elliot should be fine until that time. I would like to get her some attention, but that may not be possible for a while. Option two, I see if I can wrangle a gun from deputy dipshit down there. Maybe we could shoot our way out. Dude, um, did we see a gun on the deputy, Stephen? Yeah, he does. He and the sheriff are both armed. He and the sheriff are both armed. So, by my estimation, the time it took us to get across the church after they discovered her disappearance, they know that we took the girl. They're probably about to head back here any moment, and we'll be pinched between the group of those three men and the deputy if we go for his gun. I think that your first option is probably going to be our best. We should head towards the mausoleum. All right. Uh, Elliot, are you doing okay? You think, are you going to be okay? If it's, <sighs> might be a while till we see a doctor. Are you slapping her in the face? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, my leg hurts, and, but I, I'm, I'm really just, uh, I'm hungry, but I'll, I'll be fine. I, I, just want, I just want to get out of here alive. All right. Uh, I, I think we should start making our way towards the mausoleum. All right. So it's a, it's quick, like 30, 40 yards to the mausoleum, not too far. Uh, it's a significantly larger uh, structure than anything else around other than the church, obviously. Um, it's about the size of a modern day shipping container, just to give you guys that. Yeah, I've been in one of those. Um, and as you run up, it's like, it's really ornate. It's definitely made of like marble. It's the nicest looking thing around. It's, it's very important looking. Um, and as you get up there, if you'd like to do any kind of checks, you absolutely can, but the door seems to just be able to be pushed open. There's no chain on it. There's no lock or anything. Okay. Uh, the door's open. Quick, let's get inside. All right. All right. So, um, as you guys are going inside, you do hear the back door of the church fly open and, um, you can hear the, the mayor shouting. I'm going to find that girl. I'm going to find her. Where is she? So you guys just lightly close the door to the mausoleum behind you. And inside, um, it's fairly blank in here. There's ornate like filigree and design on the inside. There's some uh, areas for candles and everything. But there's, there's really not much except there's a large ornate um, old looking <laughs> casket there's a minigun <laughs> in the center of the floor. Um, and, and that's pretty much like the only thing of, of import in there. And uh, whoever would like to take a look, go ahead and roll for perception. It's a large casket over here. Looks imported. Uh, <laughs> roll for perception. 
Oh no, I rolled a one. I was too busy fucking joking. That's okay. I actually planned for there being a four or better needing to see this and a one plus three is four. So uh, on closer inspection of the casket, it seems very uh, just intricate, ornate, nice looking, expensive, and old, older than anything else around. But you can kind of see on the floor uh, a series of uneven gouges um, on the left side of the casket and not on the right. So it seems like this has been moved several times. It looks like somebody maybe moved this recently. Uh, perhaps there's something underneath it. Give me a hand. Maybe we can move it. Uh, Evan, roll strength. Rolling. Strength. I'm not even going to give a strength check because my character's <laughs> contributing nothing. I rolled a four. Plus He's like cartoonishly pushing Fantastic. feet or sliding on the ground, not moving. <laughs> oh. 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 Evan. Can I give a strength check to see what happens? Absolutely. Roll a strength check. <laughs> All right. I got a, I got a four. Minus so you got one. A, you got a three. three. <laughs> okay. So um, you let Elliot kind of lean against the wall and she's she's kind of holding up herself now. She's been out in the fresh air. She's awake enough to handle herself. I mean, she still has the bad, nasty limp and she's hurt, but she's okay. She's not so much of a, a burden at this point. Uh, you guys are able to slide the casket to the side and it slides, it's much lighter than you would have expected. Definitely not full of anything and it slides off to the side. Uh, and it reveals a torchlit staircase winding underground. Uh, there are sconces evenly spaced going down the staircase and it actually winds toward the church, basically. Um, so your choices are back outside or down the stairs? I think we've got to make our way. Uh, there's no way they're not still there. Do you think you'll be able to move it back over our heads or should we just keep moving? Uh, they're looking for us either way. I don't think there's a... I don't think it matters anymore. All right, Steven, so does it seem like there would be an easy way to move this back over? It, it, was, it was light enough that you definitely can. Like, I, 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 I don't think you would be, uh, it would put you out to do it. Maybe probably a higher strength threshold. But so you could probably do it. Let's get, let's get Elliot a ways down the stairs and then we'll try to move this back. Just, if anything, to slow them down. All right. Uh, step, step, step. And I uh, can make a strength step, check. Walk, walk, walk. <laughs> step, step, walk, walk, walk. Limp, limp, limp. Limp, limp, limp. Limp, limp, limp. I rolled flip, a flip. four. All right, yeah. You're able to, a little bit of grunt of exertion, but you're able to slide it back into place. <sighs> All right, so you guys make it down the stairs. They're fairly long, but they start to kind of, uh, the incline starts to ease. So it's almost more of just a, a, a pathway leading downwards a bit but it's not like a staircase so Elliot doesn't need as much help and eventually you come into uh, a very large circular chamber this circular chamber has a sinister looking sacrificial platform in the dead center of the room based on how the the pathway went it seems to be directly beneath the basement of the church uh, but there does not really seem to be any type of entrance or exit in this chamber other than, than the one you're standing in right now. Uh, Elliot says, oh my God, this, is, this, is, <clears throat> this has been under the church the whole time? What the fuck is going on? Uh, and 
either of you want to roll a perception to get a little bit more info? Yeah. I'm going to take a peek around. I still have the torch from earlier? Or, I mean, I, I probably not, but the, um, I will yeah. tell you there are evenly spaced sconces all around the entire chamber and they're all lit. Okay. Can it's I... br- bright in here almost. Oh, it's bright. Okay. So I'm just going to take a basic peek around then. Mm-hmm. I rolled a six this time. Wow. Plus three is nine. Amazing. All right. So, yes, lining the walls only a few feet apart are torches in sconces and each one is lit. On the wall between each torch are various seemingly ancient and sinister signs and symbols that give an uneasy feeling when gazed at for too long. In between the entrance where the trio are standing and the sacrificial platform in the center are the remnants of apparent dark rituals and killings such as pentagrams and other symbols, blood, bones, and burnt out candles. On the far opposite wall directly across from them, there is what appears to be an ancient sealed vault set into the stone. It seems we've stumbled into the belly of some sort of cult. This is some really weird shit. Uh, I've seen my fair share of torture chambers as a cop, but uh, this is real. No, no, this is all new ground for me. I'm lying. This is really terrifying. This is unsettling. Unsettling, to say the least. I, uh, to think that it's been operating under the guise of a church in this small town, I wonder if it has anything to do with the disappearances. I would, I would, I would guess that, yeah. Just then, you hear a series of footsteps coming down the stairs from behind you. Shit, there's no, there's nowhere to hide, right? Just the vault in the back? Uh... That appears to be sealed on, at your first glance, and they're okay. they're coming down fast. The footsteps are like, oh shit! <laughs> um, I'm a quick. Well, we can't really. Uh, I can't really prepare to fight here. Can, can I? Can I position myself to the side uh, of the staircase, just right near the entrance, maybe unseen? Can I make a perception check to see if I can tell how many foots how many foots are falling down these stairs? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so you, you make a perception, and then Tor, you make a agility. Okay. Okay. I rolled a four plus three is seven. Can okay. I tell how many people? Does it sound like one or more? It sounds like a cacophony of footsteps. You would assume that all four men, Sheriff Gordon, Mayor Adams, oh, Father Crowley, and Christ. Deputy Burke, are all coming down the stairs towards you. All I rolled right. a six. All right, so you are able to, uh, there's not really, um, there's kind of just like, how do I put this? Like a a carved out doorway, but like only two feet deep or something, you know know what I mean? So just like rectangles carved into the wall between sconces, and that's where the the symbols are, the ancient sinister looking symbols. Okay. Um, So... Uh, Evan, you're able to hide in one. Would you want it to be the first one right next to the entrance or maybe one back? You do only uh, be about two feet from four arm, four people, two of them you know are armed. I'm going to be at the closest one. The closest is, one. Is Elliot still with me? Am I, is she yes, you can, you can, can well, you I mean, she's, she's like limping along, but she's standing on her own. She's not on your okay. arm. I'll go to the closest one. You can maybe tell her to go to one a little bit further back. Yes, I'm going to have her go to one further down. Okay, this yeah. might be stupid and a waste okay. of time. Okay, yeah. 
Can I make like an intelligence check to see if I can discern what these symbols mean and if they correspond to the vault, if I can try to get it open or something? Um, okay, roll, roll intelligence. All right, rolling intelligence, fingers crossed, doesn't mean anything, I'm gonna break my fingers, <laughs> it's the two, plus Ooh. four is six, and I'm gonna add my last luck point because I really need it and make it seven. Okay. Um, so from what you can tell in your research on human consciousness and, uh, from various just lore books and and things that you've read over your years as a researcher and student and academic, uh, you have read a few, um, occult books, a few things that were, um, a few things that were supernatural. And for you, it was mostly just, uh, wondering what these people were thinking when they were writing these you you wanted to understand did these come from their dreams are they from nightmares what what did this come from and it was just an extra part of your study that you found curious i would Um, imagine that my character did take an interest in this kind of thing because religions and cults are a way for people to grant life and consciousness meaning and significance and because he believes that there's like inherently no real meaning or significance like what does it mean that we try to give it or try to assign it meaning okay so you do remember from some of the things that you've been reading that you've read over the years um there were a couple things you read about uh people that fear uh horrific entities and are scared of the dark or scared of their own minds really anything that can um that is supernatural and in some of those books there was um symbols of summoning symbols of binding of um all kinds of symbols that would somebody might be able to use that could inflict some type of um suppression or uh or boon to one of these dark creatures. And you do recognize these symbols as uh, those going along with the, uh, the horrific entities that you've heard of before. Uh, you do definitely see on the vault, um, there are symbols of binding and things that seem to be like uh, protection, but uh, elsewhere around the room, uh, that are seemingly newer symbols. They they haven't been there as long as the vault has. They're more of an empowering thing. So it is a bit of a conflict in that way. Interesting. Okay. Do I have time to like, there's sconces all around the room. I don't know how big it is. Do I have time to try to put out sconces before they get down? I don't uh, do no, this room, is, this room is huge. This room is bigger than the entire church. Massive okay. circular antechamber. Well. So, do okay, these guys are sprinting down. It didn't take us very long. I'm guessing I don't really have much time other than to like stand there and wait and maybe try to distract them. I'm going to call out to Dents. I'll just I'll try to distract them. Yeah, please do. All right, I'm going to make my own roll to see something. Uh okay. The four men uh with the mayor leading the charge uh stand, stop right as they're coming into the room. They slow to a walk. And okay, uh, uh, they all kind of stop just before they enter. And uh, so Evan is hidden, Elliot is hidden, and uh, Bernard can be seen standing in the in the in the room. 
the mayor speaks first before they enter the room. So they haven't quite passed Evan yet. And uh, Deputy Burke, Sheriff Gordon, and Father Crowley are all standing just inside uh, the, the pathway, the tunnel, essentially. And the mayor slowly starts walking forward. And he says, gentlemen, whore, I'm glad to see the three people who are trying to corrupt my daughter caught in this sticky situation. Welcome to our town. I do hope you enjoyed your stay as much as I will enjoy these last few moments of your pitiful, irritating lives. How do you proceed? I'm still hidden, right? You're still hidden. He doesn't see sure. you. Good. He's probably but he's standing like yeah. five he's feet from you. But he's, okay. um, but uh, Bernard, I will say, I don't know if you want to signal anything, but you can see Deputy Burke and Sheriff Gordon both have their guns drawn and held in a stance like they're ready to use them. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so my character just like was looking at the symbols and uh, glances over at them coming in. Ah, oh, gentlemen, I was wondering when you were going to arrive. I was just admiring the uh, very interesting structure you have down here. I see that you're both well armed. I don't understand the significance. Uh, really, no need. Quite harmless we are, I can assure you. Look where we're standing, all right? The jig is up. You understand what's going on in our town. We're making sure the people who don't belong, who aren't following our rules, stay out. Now, I don't need to get into the details of how exactly that works, but you've seen this. You will not get out fine. No matter what your intention was, when you broke the door to my daughter's bedroom, when you took the woman who I intended to see justice done to, unto her, shut the fuck up. You understand? You're gonna die. I'm gonna laugh. That's I, I it. Just, I, I, I must say, I, I, you intend to punish people who don't follow the rules, but how fair is it to punish people for breaking rules to a game that they didn't know they were playing? I, I must say, we didn't know any rules of, the people that you were talking about. And for, as far as we understood, the girl that you're punishing, we didn't know that you were the one punishing her. We thought that maybe she was in danger because of the father and just intended, we don't know what transgressions she has made. Listen, you broke into my daughter's ha room, my house, her room. You broke my door. You've corrupted her. You've tainted her just like this whore was trying to do, she tried to lead my daughter down a path that she had no business going down. You understand? She's going to pay for that, and you're helping her, and you're gonna pay for that. Yes, I must confess at this point that I am helping her, and I can't say I agree that she's going to be paying for it because all this time I've been talking, she and my companion have been making their way off of the estate while you're distracted down here. They, they what? Crowd, oh, is that you true? You don't think we all would have walked our way down here into what surely was a dead end. <laughs> we couldn't have been so foolish. Father Crowley speaks up. Mr. Grinswold, uh, Mr. Dents, yes, I know you're in here. I assure you that the two of you and young Miss Granger will not be leaving this chamber alive. It's for the greater good, you see. And I will do anything to make sure those who do not adhere to God's plan and the purity of our town will face their just desserts. Before you have a chance to react, 
A short, curved blade slips from the father's sleeve. Far quicker than a man his age should be able to move, he grabs the mayor's head, his forehead, with his left hand and pulls it back. And with his right hand, he brings the dagger across the arteries in his neck and a crimson river pours down the front of his expensive-looking suit. The mayor starts just sputtering up blood and choking and a, a look of just shock and horror plays across his face. Yeah, Bernard shares that. <laughs> the deputy and, sh- and uh, the sheriff kind of st- like move up towards the father a little bit. Uh, the sheriff looks stoic, completely unfazed, Tommy Lee Jones. And uh, Deputy Burke is holding his gun, not quite up at Bernard, and kind of like shaking a little bit. He doesn't seem to be in on, it. In on this part. Um, while they kind of circle the father to protect him and and stand in between uh, Bernard and uh, the father Father Crowley kneels beside the mayor's lifeless corpse and starts dipping his fingers into the blood streaming out of his neck and muttering Latin incantations okay and I I can tell that the deputy is like looking to the sheriff for assurance like he's um, yeah t- so right now evan tori uh yeah. you can you can see them but like you're hidden enough to where if they are not looking directly at you they they're don't, not gonna see, they don't yeah. really see you um elliot is a few uh doorways i guess uh, chambers behind you and she's staying hidden very well bernard you're kind of out in the open but yes, it's it's very clear without even any kind of perception that the deputy's unsteady, unsure. Um, the sound of stone grinding on stone fills the chamber, and then you hear a deep, inhuman groan. The deputy and the sheriff, uh, the sheriff actually pulls his gun down a little bit and starts to smirk, like he's he's kind of happy about what's going on. But Deputy Burke, at the sound of that groan, like turns around and looks back at the at, at Father Crowley. Uh, he's like, he seems to have no idea what's going on. Okay, so they're both letting their guard down. I would like to approach the deputy and take his weapon. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> in an agile like way. So yep. Go ahead and roll for agility. Wait, wait, before he rolls, can you let us know what the DC is for this? So we, <laughs> so we have the tension. Uh, <laughs> you don't have that. Let's, let's make it six. Can I like help by like shouting <laughs> or doing like flailing? You can probably can I make like a charisma check to like uh, try to distract. Yeah, and you would definitely understand that sh- the sheriff is the one you should be trying to distract. Uh, yeah, because the, the deputy is the one that's shaken here and the one that we might be able to... Okay, to, so uh, here's what's actually going to happen. Um, Bernard, you go ahead and make charisma. Uh, Evan, you make agility and then charisma. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be shouting... Um, sheriff, you can't possibly be going along with this. This is insane. This is madness flailing my arms <laughs> uh, kiss me kiss me <laughs> <laughs> he's my right, um, 
And uh, uh, do I need to roll for charisma? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna roll. I got a three, and my charisma is two. two so that's a five. So that's a five. Okay, so I made it a five. On I, I'm trying to get the sheriff. I rolled a five. On your agility roll? On my agile. Okay, charisma. so that's seven if you take your plus two. And charisma? I rolled a four. Plus three is also seven. So, <clears throat> Emilio, sorry, Bernard yells that the sheriff, this is madness. The sheriff uh, starts to laugh and says, boy, you don't know anything about this town, do you? This is just the way things get done. Cleaning up the messes that God didn't intend. But he's very clearly like, uh, like shrugging essentially. Like he do does not have his gun trained on either of you. Uh, Evan, you sneak up while this conversation between the two of them is going on. You sneak up all the way to the deputy and you grab both your hands on his wrist that's holding the gun. So you have one hand like on the, the handle of the gun, one hand on his wrist. Um, but before you try to like yank it out of his hands or anything, he turns to you and with your charisma check, he just uh, trusts that this is like fucked essentially. And he says, what the fuck? When you grab him, he goes, I... <sighs> I didn't sign up for this shit. I, I thought we were just getting rid of weak assholes and so, or something. Uh, here, take it. And he gives you his pistol. And then he says, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he pushes the sheriff and he runs out. So the sheriff is like knocked askew. Uh, and Tori has the gun. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Evan has the gun and full in full control and standing about, let's say, four or five-ish feet after the push from uh, the sheriff. Bernard, you're probably about 15 feet further in uh, into the chamber. And at this point, Father Crowley seems to have uh, completed his ritual. Oh, he stands upright and he does not look meek or timid at all anymore. He seems um, much more confident, stronger, sturdier. He's just a different person. And the main thing you notice is the whites of his eyes have been filled with a complete inky blackness that makes it impossible to see where he's looking. But you can tell uh, Bernard that he's just staring like right into your soul. Is he still um, chanting? No, he's completely like stoic and he's got blood on his face. Some of like, that was part of the ritual. He put like rubbed blood down his face. And, um, when he speaks, his voice is louder and deeper than it was before, and there is a touch of malice that laces between every word and movement. Here you stand in the tomb of Morgoth, an ancient creature who has been caged beneath this hill for centuries. He has given me strength and wisdom far beyond that of any mortal man. It is with his power that I cleanse this town of impurity. He has provided me with knowledge of everyone I see, allowing me to witness the secrets and depravities in their souls. He has granted me the strength to abolish their putrid stain from this earth. With these gifts of Morgoth, I act as God's will. All he seeks in return is that I sate his bloodlust. How do you proceed? <laughs> Internally. Shit! <laughs> okay, so... um. Can I see, is the, um, the blood that he was messing with on the ground, 
did he do anything in the in the puddle on the ground or did he just put blood on himself it's there's like um uh symbols written around the mayor's head and um the dagger is that he had used to cut his throat is sticking out of the center of his chest so he had to like impale his heart there and there's uh symbols drawn in blood and then um like blood basically it looks like there's blood pouring out of his eyes but really it was just drawn on with his fingers oh shit <laughs> okay um so you're no agent of the christian god you're an agent of this new god or should i call him older god my god is the christian god however i will do as i said whatever it takes to enact his will making this covenant with this ancient being is let's say a means to an end to ensure that our town remains pure and god's will remains intact okay i can't imagine we can converse for too long before tori has to act on the sheriff but i do want to continue talking to the guy okay uh evan do you want to make any kind of play or shot or something to maybe take the threat of the sheriff I did say sheriff, but I mean you're free, obviously, to um, to act on whichever well, threat you like. There's there's two big threats here, and I think you know which one is more scary. Yeah, you have agency. <laughs> agency. But yes, uh, you you your agil your agileness, and the the gun in your hand leads you to act before the sheriff can. I am terrified of. Uh, Crowley there, and I'd like to try and put a bullet between his eyes. You're standing behind him, no? Uh, uh, no, no, no. So okay, the deputy was the the layout is yeah the the sheriff and the deputy were standing a couple feet in front of Crowley and uh, Adams. So basically, um, Evan is about five feet behind the sheriff and five feet in front of the. Uh, possessed Crowley. Uh, so you want to put a bullet between his eyes, you say. I I'd would like say the attempt. Do a agility check. I got a six. All right. So your bullet hits him directly in the forehead, right above his eyebrow. And he reels back and it like blood black thick blood streaks out from his forehead as he as he recoils from the impact of the shot uh but he kind of composes himself a little bit he's stumbled back several feet and then turns to you and you're just filled with a sense of dread as his eyes just pierce your soul oh christ and he says you can try all you want to stop this from happening morgoth is more powerful than you could possibly imagine. And with acting as the will of God, there is nothing that can stop me. You have tainted this town, you have tainted this land, and you must be punished. Um, I saw on the vault earlier symbols, right? Mm -hmm. Were those like painted or etched into the stone? The ones on the vault are carved in, like deep carved in they've been there as long as the as long as the vault has which is several centuries 
and there's new there's new markings around the wall. These are these are painted. Or... Uh, go ahead and do an intelligence check. Okay, intelligence check five plus four. Hell yeah. Okay, so you can kind of understand that because this dark being is acting through a seemingly meek, timid old man. Um, he cannot act. He cannot do anything on his own. He's trapped in that vault. Right. He has been sealed within and he is bound in there. Mm -hmm. uh, the much newer symbols around this chamber and the dark rituals that have been performed allow him to grant strength and kind of possess the one who is performing the rituals um, through the, this ceremony. Um, but it's, it's only a fraction of, of his strength. It's only a fraction of what he could do because he has been sealed in by these, uh, these ancient symbols. I will also mention on this righteous intelligence check that in the center of the vault door is a, um, a cutout, a little like um, spot where you can see um, it looks like there was a covering and it was kind of broken away like a, a, a storage space on the front of the vault door. And in there is um, the outline of what looks like a, a dagger. And you can kind of match that to the dagger that is currently embedded in the mayor's chest. Oh, cool, cool. All right. So I don't need, okay, I was, I was formulating a plan, but the dagger definitely changes things because I wouldn't have been able to reach that. Um, so Bernard is shaken by the events that have just transpired, but steals his resolve after putting pieces together around the room and uh, calls out to Dents. Distract him, I think I have a plan. And I start sprinting towards the back of the room, towards the vault. Okay. Do an agility check, please. Okay. That's a one. I don't have any luck left. That's okay. Closer. It's four. So you got four total. Okay. So the um, with everything that had happened, the sheriff had kind of regained his composure now, and as you run to the back of the room, um, he stands and takes aim at you, Bernard, and fires a shot. Um, okay. Your slightly poor agility, agility. Your, your kind of uh, lack of um, running experience, you're kind of stumbling all over. My lack of athleticism. So, <laughs> so his first shot misses because of your stumbling. And he lines up to take a second shot right now. You are about 30 to 40 feet away from him at this point and about 20 feet away from the... Uh, um, vault. vault door. Thank you. Oh, okay. It's still my action, or is, I, I, I move. whoever wants to, whoever wants to do something. Can I take aim at the sheriff? Yeah. So you're still only about five feet away from the sheriff. Um, the, when you when you shot uh, Father Crowley and he had his little speech and he fell back, he's now like about twelve feet away. So that that did actually make him recoil quite a bit, and. Um, the sheriff has his back to you um, and is standing still aiming at Bernard. So what would you like to do? I'm going to take aim at him, center mass. All right. And how many times would you like to shoot? 
I'm gonna go. Uh, oof, you okay? Real... This was a revolver that you took. Yes, and it was fully loaded. So your first shot into Father Crowley was one. You have five left. I'm gonna take two shots, center mass. Okay, go ahead and roll um, agility and perception. I got a three agility. So that's plus two is five. And a four perception. Plus two is six. Okay, so um, faster than he can take his next shot, um, you go bang, bang, shoot twice. The first shot hits him in the ribs, um, and the second shot hits him in the right shoulder. Uh, and that throws his aim off, clearly, very much. He fires again into the air as, as he gets shot, but his uh, arm has been thrown wildly off. He completely misses Bernard. And he falls to his knees and drops the gun. Um, he is alive, but obviously greatly wounded, bleeding, hurt, and now unarmed. Um, Somebody Father wasn't Crow. sharing the power. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crowley now starts uh, walking towards uh, Bernard because he sees that he's going towards the vault, but he's walking a uh, horror movie villain slowly just a stoic stern practice he's got that he's got that jason Voorhees stride yes <laughs> he's just walking not quickly at all but very intimidating um very scary and uh, actually at this point um bernard and evan both of you roll endurance okay cool i was wondering when one of those was going to come into play Awesome. Four. I rolled a. What'd you roll? Four. Four. Do you add? You add. To yeah, that you add plus two. That's six. I rolled nothing. I add nothing. I rolled five. Okay, so you have a five. So you look over your shoulder as you're running to the uh, chamber and you, the vault door, and you see him like, <laughs> walking towards you with a bullet hole in his forehead and like black sludge pouring down his nose. And uh, Can I just you're, point out that my character runs like Woody? From Toy Story, <laughs> he's all gangly, arms flailing around. <laughs> Probably why yeah. he got missed. <laughs> um, so you are a bit shaken by that sight, but uh, instead of scaring you or stopping you, it you just, just like that hardens your resolve to go faster and get to what you're trying to do. Evan, you see him moving there, and um, with your endurance roll of six and feeling the confidence of landing three amazing shots already. Um, it, it affects you not at all. You're just like, all you're thinking is survival instinct. We got to get them the fuck out of here. That's terrifying, but he's not moving towards me. <laughs> and uh, action, Bernard. Okay, do I have enough? Um, do I have enough freedom in this action to make it to the vault? Yeah, and to the knife. You'll, okay, you'll, so I'm. Oh, I'm the looking. knife's not in the vault door. Where was it? It was inside it's in, the, in the mayor's okay. chest. Okay, that's why you didn't do it. Uh, oh, there's yeah, a slot. Emilio, I said there's a slot smart. in the vault door, and it oh. matches. It's, it, there's like a cutout, and yeah. it matches perfectly the knife that is in the mayor's I chest. I was wondering why you went that direction. Yeah. Oh, okay. My dude is not smart enough, Amelia. You got to help him out. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, um, I'm sorry that I. So I'm going to call out. You. No, it's cool. It's cool. So I'm going to call out because, you know, we're doing the, the, this totally plays into it. Uh, call, throw me the knife. I'm going to call it to dance. Throw me the knife. I need the knife. Because I right. couldn't have ran possibly to the knife, got the knife, and then ran all the way back in the amount of time that we're trying to work with here. So this this plan works out just fine anyway. Yeah. 
So yeah, Crowley, I Crowley has for. passed. Has, has Crowley passed um, Dents yet, or is he? He's moving towards me, right? Yeah. So the way I was kind of picturing it is like if the here's the circle of the room. Yeah. And Dents is down here. Crowley started here. Yeah, he's going he towards the vault. So he he didn't have to pass him. He was he was. Got it. Got it. So I'm between. calling out to Dents to throw me the knife now that you have incapacitated the sheriff. All right. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna roll a strength check. Three. Plus three. Okay. So you rip the knife from the his chest and it makes a gross squelching sound. It's like and then um you lob it right at uh right at Bernard and Bernard make an agility check. Okay, agility. Please don't get a one <laughs> and have me impale you to the vault. <laughs> it was not a one, but a two, which plus, is twice as good. Plus, plus three, three is five. Is five. Okay. We've been making um, terrible rolls. <laughs> but we so, happen to have like boosts like right where we need them. I mean, plus the yeah. agilities. We're 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 playing to our own strengths. Yeah. So the the um dagger flies past you. You don't even attempt to catch it. And yeah. it clangs to the floor right in front of the vault door, but you were okay. running quickly enough and you agile enough that you just pick it up as it hits the ground essentially by the by the handle. And you've now made it to the vault door. Okay. Um, so for good measure, I want to make sure like this thing is somehow connected to me. So what I want to do is like slice the blade on my hand to get my blood on it and then put it into the door. Hot. Okay. <laughs> and the, there's a slot, right? Like it's like the knife's kind of like a key, right? And this is like a keyhole. No, it's like a, it's like. Shaped like the knife, right? The opening. A slit. Uh, how do I describe this? I can't think of, you know, if you have like a really expensive bottle of alcohol and there's yeah. like a velvet thing that's exactly the yes. shape of it. Yes. It's yeah. like, it's like that. Okay. It's not like you put it in the door. It's, it's like, yeah, okay. It's okay. just a, but it's a still, holder yeah. for it. It holds it. Okay. Well, um, even still, I want to put my blood on it just, just in case that helps and see if the knife. Okay. Do an endurance check. <laughs> All right. Endurance check. Roll a one, slit your neck. Uh, it wasn't a one. It was a six. I rolled a six. All right. So you look like a total badass, so much so that it boosts your and Evan's confidence. Just yeah, slicing your palm open confidently. And um, no regard. No regard for your safety or life. Um, and then you want to place it into the door? Mm, yes. Okay, so you place it in the door and... Um, doesn't appear that anything has happened. All right. Nothing There's no change. Crowley's still walking towards you. Okay. Um, Evan. Can, uh, I, can I make a couple shots off? Like, <laughs> perception. Okay. All right. I, I, have, I, I do have an adjusted plan, but I have to wait for the next round of actions here. I got a three. Okay. Plus your two is five. Okay. So you're kind of sitting here thinking you've got three shots left in your gun. And... Uh, the sheriff had fired off two, so he's got four left in his, and his gun is about three feet away from you from how he fell. Uh, Crowley's about 20 feet from you now, and let's say 15 from getting to Bernard. Um, how do you wish to proceed? Uh, I think I'm going to try and pick up that gun and just both barrels unload everything I have into Crowley. 
Oh man, Tori, can I ask okay. you something? Yeah. Tori, can I ask you something? Have you ever flown through the air whilst firing two guns? <laughs> <laughs> um, so go ahead and roll an agility check. I got a four. Plus two is six. And roll a luck check. Oh no. <laughs> you still have one point. I got a five. Does he uh, add his total bonus though? Like why, why not? Let's say yes this time. What was your luck? What was your total luck? It was one. It was one. Oh, you only have one. I mean, you haven't used it yet, so it's still there. Yeah. Uh, so you have six agility, six luck. So you take a step forward and pick up uh, the sheriff's gun as well and raise both your arms at Crowley and uh, start moving towards him. And just so anyway, you were blasting. You started blasting. <laughs> started blasting. And... Um, because shooting with two guns is significantly harder um, of the seven shots. Do you want to empty them? Oh yeah. Okay. So of the seven shots, uh, four of them hit father Crowley. One is in the back of the head. One is at the base of the neck and the other two are just in the back. The other three miss and uh, just hit the wall behind him. Um, riddled with holes. He, uh, uh, is knocked to the ground. He's on his hands and knees and uh, more of that black sludge is just oozing out of these bullet holes. And he's uh, definitely dazed and significantly uh, wounded, but he's not, definitely not dead. He's significantly dazed and confused. Tor, right, I can right, see what's right. happening here now. When I opened the door to the, the torture chamber earlier, there's like some screwy time universe shit going on here. Those hit markers I heard were you shooting this Guy, future backwards in time. <laughs> you heard the future. <laughs> um, all right, so Crowley skips his next turn. Okay, <laughs> and Bernard, awesome. How do you proceed? Bernard? What Bernard wants to do is how high up are these symbols on the wall? The new symbols, can I reach them? Yeah, they I'd say they're uh, eye level. I'm gonna be running around the room with my bloody hand, dragging it through the symbols to try to disrupt them. Okay, so the closest one would be um, you're kind of in the center of the wall, so they yeah. line all the way around the room back right, to directly the across entrance. from the entrance, right? Mm -hmm. So the closest to you would be about let's say 10 feet away in that first little alcove cutout. Um, and okay, just... so I'm gonna run to the first one just to see what happens when I drag my hand across it, if anything like seems to take effect or take place when I when I try to smear the, the sign on the wall. Okay, these are so painted, not carved, right? The, yeah, the newer ones are painted. Um, so you can... Painted? Um, painted? <laughs> you drag your hand, your bloody hand across them and um, and Father Crowley, instead of being his, uh, his stoic, unwavering, yeah, I'm taking bullet holes, but whatever, as he starts to kind of recoil, or not, sorry, recoil, uh, just uh, get up from witchcraft. The, shot. Um, the first one, he starts to actually show pain when you when you rub your hand across the first uh, symbol. So he's like, ah, and then he gets, he's starting to stand up more now at this point. Okay, calling out to Dense. Dense, the symbols, disrupt the symbols, get blood on your hands, I don't care whose it is. All right. Uh... I don't know how close I, I'm not super close to the mayor anymore, but like, oh, I can't be. Yeah, you're pretty close. I'd say yeah. six yeah. feet away. 
right, you have the I'm twice shot sheriff eight now. feet away uh yeah I'm the sheriff know. is kind of collapsing he's laying on the floor and breathing labored just, ah, i'm tommy lee jones <laughs> but young he doesn't have a gun so he's not much of a threat but i'm gonna two weeks from retirement <laughs> i'm gonna splash uh my hands in the blood of the sheriff and try and make my way to the opposite wall so you run over and put you drop the guns put both your hands into the bullet wound on his back and he's like <laughs> <laughs> and, and stick my fingers in there. Shove your fingers in there and twist. <laughs> and then... Uh, I need this. Wait, now you can control him like a puppet. <laughs> and then you run to the opposite side of the room as uh, Bernard. So you're doing... Like, each of you are taking one semicircle half of the chamber. And you can start doing that. And as you guys are doing these, I'll just say you continue running and smearing and stopping. Um, Father Crowley's recoiling and reacting. He's like... Ah, but now he looks angry and he's shoveled and he um he's got that disrupted comb over (laughs) riddled with holes almost like uh the t-1000 from terminator 2 body flailing to the side just kidding these revolvers aren't (laughs) that powerful um fucking hand cannons can uh, i just say that shoving your hands into the wounds of somebody to control them like a puppet is, is like fucking Ratatouille meets Evangelion. <laughs> I'd watch that. Oh my god, can you imagine if like fucking Ratatouille's parents melted trying to control somebody? <laughs> they just turned into the they hair. Just turned into orange goo. Oh man. They just fused with the hair on the head. Um, so Father Crowley says, um, I have been purifying this town for the last 600 years. It is God's will, and I am his vessel. I will carry out his will. And he starts to run towards Bernard. You're a vessel for more than just one, though. You said you're in a covenant with this creature, but I see more of an enslavement, and I don't think he appreciates that very much. And I start sprinting towards the next sign to disrupt it. So his steps are wavered. And uh, he like he starts to falter as he's running, but he still has enough strength to continue running at you. He's maybe twenty feet now. Dense, are you still smearing? Uh, I'm a smearing. I'm gonna keep making that circle around. <laughs> smearing, How... like your life depends on it. Smear. How far? Uh... Try your best to de- describe how far we are in the process of smearing. All right, let's say there's 12 on each side, 12 uh, alcoves, and um, you're both halfway through. You've both done six as you're running. Well, let's say, Dense, you've done five. Bernard, you've That's done fair. six because yeah. he started first. Bernard oh, quietly Roger. ponders to himself what Maggie has been doing, if she's okay, if she even ha- retains any agency in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maggie, um, Elliot. <laughs> No. Eggie, Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. Oh, Maggie. Elliot? Okay. Yeah, Elliot, I no, I wasn't um, thinking about Maggie. I don't give a shit about Maggie. Elliot is um, kind of crawling towards the, uh, hobbling towards the uh, the tunnel that you guys entered from, and she's just trying to get the fuck out of the way. I don't blame her. You and know she, what? And you kind of <laughs> hear her what? mutter, like, because this chamber echoes so much, and it's so uh, empty and loud. She's like, ah, ah, and you kind of hear her, her footfalls of like, of uh, that's my foley of her limping along, and she's going, "What the fuck is happening here?" Uh, I can't like her. even she's blame cool. her. 
you can't even like treat her like a, another pc because like there's no way she'd want to fucking stay there with a bullet in her leg there's yeah she's tired and weak she hasn't eaten <laughs> she's like this is a fever dream this isn't real <laughs> right um so bernard as you enter the seventh uh alcove, alcove to smear more um father crowley just kind of uses a burst of strength and closes the gap and he's now okay. standing either hand on the, the the sides of this alcove and you're standing yeah. inside it ready to oh, smear. like so, like intimidating jock and i'm up against the locker he's yeah, asking you're, me to prom you're a cute yeah. girl yeah Are yeah we about to make out? <laughs> uh, he's got uh black ooze drenching the back of him falling down over his ears his nose and he's just got a crazed wild look in his deep black eyes and he's uh, he's breathing really heavily his whole body's kind of in it and uh, he's just stopped and he's not really trying to be intimidating but he kind of is sneering both with like a bit of pain and anger but also like finally like I, i'm gonna turn the tide on this like he he's confident okay um i'm gonna call out to dense get the dagger dense i think that we need to use it to hurt him you don't have it with you i don't oh wait did i thought, I... I thought you had it no i thought he left it in the wall I did. I left it in the wall. I don't have it. I'm I'm up against the wall here. All right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at him like, what are we gonna do in the alcove, step bro? <laughs> uh, so dense. You hear him call out to you, uh, and you're on your sixth now. You just finished smearing your sixth symbol. So he's basically at half strength at this point. I'm gonna. Oh boy. I'm gonna try and. I'm gonna go for the dagger. All right, so you're you're about halfway across the room at this point because you've been going along the walls. Um, and so you're maybe like 25, 30 feet away and you make a sprint for it, go ahead and roll agility. Okay. And while you're rolling agility, Bernard, roll endurance. All right, see what happens. Adding zero to, oh boy, you guys wanna guess? Just use it your luck. He already used guess? all his luck. <laughs> is it one? It's a fucking one. <laughs> no, it's not. Right. And uh, dense your agility. I rolled a six. All right, plus two. So you make that in fucking record time. You're Usain Bolt flying across the floor of this chamber, and right. you make it to the the door. You make it to the uh, the vault door, and you reach in and grab the dagger. And turn around, and you look over at Crowley leering over Bernard, just as Father Crowley. Uh, reaches forward and slams it just almost instantly fast he moves so quickly his hand into bernard's throat and slides him up along the wall he's holding him up there uh, bernard make an a strength check all right strength check minus one doesn't bode well the highest i get is a five and it was <sighs> Oh no. What was it? It is another one. <laughs> so zero strength. Zero um, strength. So Father Crowley starts to just crush your throat in his hand. He's, he's shaking says, me like Homer shakes Bart. 
Uh, yes, but one-handed, and you're about like three feet up off the ground at this point. Your legs are kicking out from under you, trying to gain some traction. Yeah. Both your hands are on his, trying to wrench it from his grasp, but you rolled a one, so unfortunately that's not happening. Uh, and he says, I, I am no longer a vessel to Morgoth. We are partners. He seeks bloodlust. I seek revenge for my God. We are one and the same. And you will not take this from me. Uh, Bernard, you're kind of trapped for a minute there, bud. Evan, you're, you're about 30-ish, 40-ish feet away. Uh, and you've got the dagger in your hands. And you're looking over there. Uh, what do you do? It's I cool. I got it. It's cool. <laughs> I don't want to make another throw because... <laughs> He's gonna roll another one. <laughs> just impale him further. Um, I'm gonna just keep rushing over and try to attempt to uh, stick it in his back. And roll another agility. Come on, Usain Bolt. I'm gonna stick it in him. I rolled a five. All right, plus two, that's seven. All right, so uh, you begin to run. Um, towards Father Crowley. You're sprinting across the room. And let me make my own roll really quick. You're sprinting towards him. His back is to you. Uh, he's focused on Bernard, crushing his windpipe, crushing his throat, uh, just putting all the anger and frustration he has at this moment into that grasp. And all right, he, um, he turns at the last minute when you're maybe like five feet from him uh drops bernard to add to the floor so bernard crumples kind of to the ground um roll an endurance check bernard okay i would imagine i'm basically unconscious at this point okay that was a five all right so you're coughing you're sputtering now that you can finally breathe again yeah Um, your throat hurts it's definitely damaged if you talk again it should be pretty raspy but um you retain your consciousness and uh, you retain some of your strength. You're not, you're not out of this fight. Uh, okay. However, Crowley has now turned towards Dense and is kind of like bracing for um, the, the, the tussle that may happen. Dense, how do you proceed? Uh, I'm going to make a swipe across his neck. <sighs> All right, that sounds like a precision um, strike. I would say roll agility. And perception. Yeah, agility five. I'm killing these rolls. Perception one. <laughs> so agility five plus two is seven. Perception You're one not plus killing two is Crowley. <laughs> so you take the swipe, and it's far faster than he even has time to react. But in your wild swing that you were just trying to get there as quick as possible, you don't quite hit the mark that you were aiming for, and the blade drags across his chest. Um, the cut seems very normal all along the, the, the length of his chest, like a, maybe a, a foot and a half long cut. It was a good slice, um, except where the blood that had been pouring out of his uh, bullet wound from his head, that black sludge, where the knife, the blade touched that and was cut on him, that starts to like um, smoke and it, there's like a searing sound and Crowley recoils back quickly. He's like, ah, 
because of the uh, the pain that he's very clearly feeling. Um, so from where his own oozy blood touched the cut is where it started smoking? On the dagger. On the where, dagger. Where the dagger like dragged the blood through the cut because it was uh, on the dagger. Maybe. Seemingly. Uh, um, so Crowley's mad and I'm going to go for a roll for Crowley. See what's going on. Okay. So uh, Crowley recoils from the cut. And uh, Dent's making agility check. Agility. I am speed. I am speed. I got a six. Jesus, fuck. All right. So Crowley recoils back. And then while he's back, he makes a fist and swings directly for you. Um, but you're just, your instincts kick in and you duck the punch. No problem. And you're standing kind of still ready to fight. Um, I'd say Dent's action you again. Uh, I'm going to go center mass stab. Okay, so uh, roll agility and strength. Four. Four agility plus two is six. Three. Three strength plus three is six. Okay, so you've got a, a pretty solid swing right in center mass, uh, like kind of right up into his ribs, but it, uh, it did not touch, uh, the blade did not have any of his, his blood on it. Um, it should have his blood on it, huh? So you stab him and that starts to singe and sear as well. And you hold that in there for a second. He screams uh, and then um, he, okay. He weakly shoves you back. So you still have the dagger in your hands and he pushes you away. You stumble back maybe a couple feet, uh, but he's definitely hurt. Um, Bernard, action you. So earlier um, at some point, I must have dropped my walking stick to try to, to sprint. Can I like make a luck check to see if that's like nearby? Cause I made my way presumably like halfway around the circle back close to the entrance, right? Mm-hmm. You're in the seventh chambers or the seventh uh, alcove. So yeah, go ahead and roll for luck. Okay, rolling for luck. That was a one. It's on the other side. I forgot that <laughs> I chucked it completely across the um, You know what? Okay. Um, make a charisma check. Charisma. Charisma. Four plus what, two? Mm-hmm. two. Six. Um, so you do notice that your uh, walking stick is nowhere near you. However, um, Elliot has made it back to the front, and you can see that it's only a couple feet from her. So you do oh. uh, ask her for it. Elliot! Please, my walking stick, and then fly. <laughs> fly, uh, you fool. <laughs> so Elliot, um, she sees your walking stick, and she, she wants to help at this point. She just wants to get out of here alive, and she thinks that uh, the best chance she has is uh, by helping you guys. So she says, uh, I've, I've got it. And she, um, she leans forward and grabs it. She's kind of on her hands and knees. She's feeling frail, and I'm going to make a roll for her. Okay. Oh, all right. She fucking uses all of her strength and chucks it as hard as she can, and it's flying right to you. Uh, go ahead and make an agility check. All right. Please don't hit me in the face. Please don't hit me in the face. God. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <Roll> the one. <laughs> okay, so. Plus three is four, but still, how many ones am I roll, roll? Roll, roll endurance. Endurance. <laughs> it's a kind of I rolled a five. <laughs> All right. So um, 
the cane hits you like in the middle of your chest because uh, you're still pretty shaken and, and, and woozy a bit from getting cool. life choked out of you. Uh, it hits you and you're like, ow, but it's there. It's sitting in your lap. Okay, I'm going to brace myself with a walking stick and try to move towards the symbols we haven't finished yet. Because he made it, what, Tori made it to what, six? Yeah, so there's there's six more on the other side and, and five left on the side that you're on. Oh, there's five left on the side I'm on. Okay, so I'm going to continue down and try to try to get blood on that to try to make him more weak. Okay, so right now you get the second one done, or the next one done. So there's eight down on your side and you're moving to the next Um and Crowley's kind of holding the stab wound on his on his uh, lower rib cage area, mm. and says, uh, "You're only delaying the inevitable. It is for the greater good, and when I fight for the greater good, and God wills it, I will always prevail. You should stop fighting me." <laughs> I'm sensing uh, that this isn't even my final form mode. <laughs> um. Just then, the uh, the sheriff has crawled over to the sacrificial parapet and dragged uh, the mayor's body along with him a little bit. He was very close to it because um, they were yeah. kind of to the center of the room. He dragged his body there a little bit. And uh, you notice he is using um, very weakly, using the mayor's blood and uh, drawing something on the sacrificial chamber. Oh, shit. Um, Dense, you have the ceremonial dagger. You're a few feet, let's call it six feet, from Crowley. Um, and to your right, so you wouldn't really have to pass Crowley to get to it, you can see about 20 feet away, the sheriff is making these drawings. Um, it would, I will warn, it would take a hell of an agility check and some luck to get past him and all the way to uh, the parapet in the center sheriff uh so go ahead and try and try and decide what you're doing here oh i say go for it dude (laughs) no risk no reward i've gotta i've gotta stop the sheriff i've gotta make my way to the parapet all right so roll agility i have rolled a five all right plus two is seven and then roll luck. I rolled a one. All right. So very quickly, you make a sprint for the uh, for the um, the sacrificial parapet in the center. The the raged raged. Oh my gosh! Raised podium, not podium, stage like area. Let's call it that in the center, and. Um, you pass Father Crowley, but just as he's passing, he uh, he reaches out with like a swipe just to like lunge and try and stop you. And uh, he catches your left hip uh, and kind of like spins you off your, um, off your footing and you fall to the floor and uh, drop the dagger and it kind of goes skittering across the floor. It's like right. a Bilbo ferocity. <laughs> um, so... Bernard, are you still smearing, smearing symbols? I mean, I was smearing symbols. I saw this go down. How far am I from the fallen dagger? I mean, um, it you're far. Uh, Dense is still closer. Okay, Dense is still closer. Um, All right. Um, you let's say you're on 
you're standing in the 11th chamber now. You're almost completely done with your side of the room. You'd have one left to go. A chamber, I keep saying chamber. So how close am I to the sheriff? Uh, he's in the dead center of the room, so I'd say yeah. about tw- like 20-ish feet. Oh yeah, 20-ish feet. And I would take it one hell of an agility check, I'm guessing, to get there. Yeah, it's half um, the room. Yeah, half the room. Um, man. So if I were, does it look like if I were to make an agility check, I would be able to like try to stop him with, say, my cane? Yeah. Um, there's 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 multiple checks I feel like you could make. Yeah. Um, agility to to run or th- uh, strength to throw. Yeah. You know, I feel like this symbol business is a surefire route. So I'm I'm gonna say Bernard is still. He looks over. And he's just like hoping that Dense has what it takes, and he's roll, just gonna keep swearing. Uh, roll endurance, Bernard. Okay, endurance. Oh, please. Oh, it's another five. All right, you have uh, found a renewed vigor, and you smear the last one on this side and begin to make a, a at a quick pace. You're using your walking stick now, and um, so you're a bit more solid, and you start to make it to the the uh, alcoves that uh, Dents didn't hit yet. This guy is just so full of blood. My God, you've got so much blood in you. (laughs) I'm not needing to smear the whole symbol. I'm guessing I just need to like smear it. Just a runoff. Yeah. Yeah. Just drawing a line through each one would be fine. Completely soak it, uh, cover it entirely. (laughs) So Crowley uh, is making his way towards you, Dents, but he's very clearly feeling this now. Of the 24 symbols that provided strengths and boons to his uh, to his gift of Morgoth, um, 18 of them have now been disrupted. So he's, his strength is waning quite a bit. Um, so he's moving at a much slower pace and he's kind of feeling the bullet wounds and the stab wounds. Um, the sheriff, oh, he is almost done with... Uh, uh, this symbol that he's making on the ground and um uh you're about 10 feet away from him to your left and eight feet away from the dagger to your right i don't think i don't know if i have time to go for the dagger i think i just need to kick the sheriff in the face so you're gonna run and kick the sheriff in the face roll agility first i got a six plus two is eight roll strength strength hell yeah dude Five plus three is eight. Hell yeah. You got double eights, agility and strength. So you you had you'd kind of slipped, but uh, you get up into uh, like you since you're on like hands and knees at this point. Essentially, you just use that as like a runner's start. You f- f- like fly off the ground and sprinting straight for the sheriff, and you just deliver a crazy kick, toe straight to his nose. Uh, you hear a horrific crunch. As your feet, as your foot makes connection with uh, the front of his face, and he is uh, kind of knocked backwards off of this center sacrificial uh, stage, and uh, is definitely unconscious, maybe even dead. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, so now you're standing in the center of that uh, of that sacrificial stage. Crowley is moving his way kind of towards you, so he's probably about twelve ish feet behind 15 maybe with that sprint 
And um, Bernard, you're just now making it to the last of the six uh, alcoves. Uh, and I'm, Tori, sorry, uh, Evan Dentz, what were you going to say? Uh, can I very quickly slap my hand into the mayor's blood and then just swipe it across whatever the sheriff was doing? Yes. You successfully make Give that a blood complete. Fucked. It's, it's nothing now. It's just smears and puddles and it's garbage. You know, like you'd hair tussle a kid's head. Just... <laughs> tussle it with a little blood. <laughs> a little blood tussle. So right. I'm, guessing, uh, I'm guessing Bernard is winded, to say the least. He's probably really <laughs> exasperated. Um, do I... Do I, I'm, I still have enough blood to get this symbol, yeah? This last symbol, yes. I'm on it. Well, you have you have six left. You've you've made it over there. Maybe okay. you have five. Oh, I still have six. Got this. I, oh, got it. I made it over to Dents. All right, got it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep fighting the good fight. I'm gonna shake my hand out, <laughs> try to get some blood pump into it. <laughs> give it a slap. Um, all right. <laughs> Bam. So uh, Bernard, you make three more of them. You still have that. Just you're really going, and you realize as you get to the last three, you swipe your hand over the symbol. And there's is, the blood on your hand is just dry at this point. Um, the, your wound has started to congeal, and uh, probably dust from the walls getting up in there too. Yeah, you see, so you're uh, you got a choice to make: how you get more blood out. Oh boy! <laughs> All right. So I think the clear choice here is to do a backflip onto my own neck and <laughs> make sure that when your neck uh, splits open, that the blood two, spray covers the last three. <laughs> to an utility check. <laughs> okay, so he looks at his hand. He Kylo runs it. I know what I have to do. I don't know if I have the strength. All right, roll strength. <laughs> And then his Strength. father appears. Well, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna bite into the hand. I'm gonna bite into it. And yikes! Like, okay. Uh, roll endurance. Okay, endurance. Oh, this is gross. This is the grossest thing of <laughs> everything is, so far. There's a dude a three. oozing black okay, sludge. So you bit into the cut on the same hand that you made with the yeah. dagger earlier. And you rip open, and, and your saliva, you know, takes away some of the dust and congealed blood, and it's incredibly painful. And you howl in pain, but um, you definitely have plenty of uh, fresh flowing blood to continue your your uh, endeavor. I'm definitely uh, seeing that red vignette with the the vessels, you know, <laughs> on the sides <laughs> with the heartbeat. You know, I've got yeah, you need to sit down for 10 seconds and then you'll be back to full health. All right, yeah, so Crowley um, looks to Evan Dense standing in the... Is that how you say that word? Vignette? Mm-hmm. I think so, or yeah. Vignette, 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 I don't know. Either yeah, way. I thought it was a French word. I'm not really sure. I just read it. It's some kind of word. Um, All words. So Crowley sees that he's about 10 feet from the dagger to his right and 15 feet to Evan Dense to his left. And he begins to make a uh, dash for the dagger. Now, again, his strength is waning. He is feeling, he's really feeling the wounds that he's suffering from. Um, so he's not moving very quick. And, oh, okay. I rolled for him. Uh, Evan, go ahead and roll for, uh, or actually, how would you like to proceed? What do you want to do next? Oof. Um... I 
want to just put some distance between me and uh and Crowley. You guys need break. So where yeah. which direction are you gonna run? I'm I'm gonna run towards Bernard. Okay. I, I see him struggling. I saw him struggling with his hand. So from my distance I assume I that I so can't you, tell that he's totally on so, top of the situation. Okay. So you have uh fresh blood on your hands from the, smearing the mayor's and sheriff's concoction. Um, and so you sprint to the final uh, symbol along the wall and slap your hand onto it just as Bernard is rubbing his hand across the penultimate symbol. And you have now uh, disrupted all 24 and uh, Crowley picks up the ceremonial dagger and uh, howls in pain. He's just screaming. Uh, and falls to his knees and he's got like both he's on his knees in one hand and the other hand is tightly gripping the dagger the two of you are standing next to each other about 20 25 feet from where he is um he if you're looking at him to the right of you about 50 feet away is elliot leaning in the doorway to the tunnel to the left of you about 20 feet away is the um the uh, sealed door to the vault and so 25 feet dead ahead is Crowley. Oh, so Elliot stopped to, to watch. She, yeah, she's, she's still there, but she's like tired and leaning against the wall. Oh, she, could, she looked at those stairs. She looked back at this madness <laughs> and she's like, fuck it. <laughs> this so is look, way easier than stairs. I look at dents. We're all covered in blood and dirt and fucking crazy looking. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, we really are bad boys for life. <laughs> oh, I was thinking aim for the bushes, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I have no idea what we're about to do. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, I, Bernard, I don't think has the strength to, um, to try to, like, take on That's this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I, we can make our way there together. To... Oh, to where? I, I, um, I, think I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah, we need to try, huh? Okay, so we just, should we just charge him? We should charge him. Yeah, we should one, aim for the bushes. We should aim for the bushes. One Bad of us needs life. to take the dagger. Okay, so can we like combine effort, try to like charge him? Can we rush him? Uh, yeah, both of you roll agility. Agility plus a two. Plus three is five. Let's rush this bum. I rolled a three. Plus three plus two is five. So you both roll the five. Uh, let me roll for Crowley. Okay. So uh, Crowley sees the two of you kind of like conversing a bit. He's he's weak, but uh, still strength greater than an uh, average man. Um and with the with the power he has from Morgoth, he uh, can kind of sense what you're trying to do. He, he gets he can understands that you're making a, a final effort. That's so power invested in him. In his own last ditch effort, he raises the ceremonial dagger um, and charges at the wall. And as it, it looks like he's attempting to uh, carve through the uh, carved in symbols on the vault door. Um, Ooh, as, yeah. as he's like raising the knife and like swinging, you're coming up like 
four feet behind him. You guys are both making that distance in the same amount of time because you oh, both shit. rolled a five. <laughs> so you're right there as he's swinging at that. Uh, can so I? I'm going to pass off yeah. my walking stick because in my hands, this is a tool of movement. In his hands, it might be a weapon. So you kind and of like a baton pass, slap it up into his while hands. We're, while running. we're running side by side and I give him like stern nod of of understanding and then i i do a stern nod back as i slow-mo turn uh he's moving normal speed crowley's moving normal speed and we're slow-mo handing this off <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm uh i take it and i'm gonna try and i'm gonna try and bat the knife away from from behind take like a babe ruth swing as he is it raised in the air okay uh do a perception and then a strength check please this seems really important. Six. Thank God. This seems really important. Six. Double six. Holy shit. Okay. So you smack, uh, you use the, the weighted iron head end of the walking stick. You smack his hand that's holding the ceremonial dagger and the walking stick snaps right there into a jagged edge and the dagger flies all the way across the room. It flies out of his hand and the the strength of the hit that knocked it out of his hand turns him kind of around and he falls back against the vault door. So his back is against the door. He's facing you and he's kind of like recoiled and he's looking at you kind of sl- like sliding down the wall. So he, you're looking down at him, jagged end of walking stick in hand. And- you know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, aim for the bushes again. <laughs> <laughs> aim for the bushes again. Uh, I'd like to just impale him. Where are you aiming? Um, let's be gross and go right for that bullet hole. Uh, right, right above his eyebrow. All right. Uh, roll a strength check. I got a three. Plus three is six. All right. So you reel your arm backwards and with both hands on the walking stick, jagged end forward. You just slam the walking stick right through the center of his forehead and it takes that black ooze along with it through his brain and out the back of his skull and you just pin him to that fucking vault door and uh, the sound of a burning, bubbling, smoking brain fills the room and his head just fucking explodes. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, wow. So brain matter, dead. brain Just matter, a pillar of blood shooting out of his torso. <laughs> Viscera has painted you, Evan, just from head to toe, uh, all over the chamber. It's just it's flung 30, 40 feet away, uh, and the the force of the explosion has knocked you off your feet, and you're like on your back on the floor. And Bernard, you've also been shaken aback, taken oh, yeah. aback. Oh, yeah, we're not yeah. Not uh, so you two are kind of sitting there breathing heavily and then from behind you hear uh, Elliot go holy fucking <laughs> shit he exploded <laughs> oh she's still here we, we have a witness <laughs> oh, please don't stand up oh my god please don't stand up just Deputy Burke comes walking in and says, Jesus Christ, is that the, is that the father? Is that, is that the sheriff? What in the fuck? I just, I don't even, 
Oh, God. Hey, Beanpole. Fatso, you guys okay? This, I assure you, these remains are what was left of your father. He had been led astray by a demon living down here. We're uh, definitely beat up. We're going to hey, need help. I don't, I don't feel shit about the father dying. I just watched him cut a dude's throat and start playing in the blood. Like, th- this is the most fucked up day I ever had in my life. Uh, hey, girl. Uh, we both like girls, so we got something in common, right? <laughs> you guys need some help getting out of here? Everybody okay? Help her. We'll be able to make our way. Okay, so uh, Deputy Burke kind of just gets his gets her arm around him, and he starts helping her out. And you guys walk out into the bright sunny day, and that's the end. You discovered everything. That's 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 what happened. You take Elliot back to Grace, and holy shit, that's that's my story. Holy, holy shit. shit! And, and then I, the and then I the father's did. blood caught on fire, and the church was burning behind us as we walked away and then never give the sherry or the town map back we leave (laughs) how many of those people though were being manipulated they all didn't care uh that's kind of like part of the ritual and what they did was just like uh Uh, cloudy mind cloudy mind but also like um everyone kind of believed him. And since everyone was going to the church, it was part of his sermon. He was just saying like, those who don't fit with our town decide to leave. And everyone's like, that's probably true. Yeah, like, um, you know, if he's the only one interpreted, uh, interpreting the word, then they're none the wiser, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Awesome, dude. Slow that was lit. Steven, I gotta I- say, I was imagining the whole time the father like the the guy from um full metal alchemist i don't know if he was in brotherhood but he's the one that like was using alchemy to to um uh, you know fuck with shit he's in like the earlier episodes. that doesn't really narrow it down very well. <laughs> he's really. the he's the priest that uh, was using the oh, um, um the philosopher's stone father, the oh yeah yeah, yeah. i do remember that yeah. in that one town like he was literally in the first yeah it's like in the very beginning and he like i think in the in the one that's not brotherhood he, of OG. he does he's something the, to turn a guy into a, a bird yeah he's the og mm-hmm. um he, he's the very first episode of just fma no brotherhood um uh, yeah. steven i have read recently a lot of things about how just recently like yesterday how people dms are really bad about putting puzzles into into a story or like i think the comic i actually looked at was like you gladiator have bested all the warriors but can you best this and then it like rolls out a tiny little slide puzzle (laughs) don't know how to do that that was fucking great that was the best way to like put a boss and a puzzle together that was fucking lit oh that's Um, super great i'm gonna be honest guys i had everything planned up to the speech that Father Crowley had when he first became uh, uh, possessed. I didn't even plan on really having the dagger be still in the mayor or that the uh, vault door would even be accessible whatsoever. A hundred percent of that was just made up on the spot. We were going to, we were supposed to die. (laughs) That's what that uh, tells me. It ends with this speech. speech And then, no, no, I I planned for you guys to fight, but I also kind of wanted to kill you both. Um, (laughs) 
you guys I was wearing crazy roles. I so forgot. I forgot that the deputy that I took his gun and I just imagined the most just fucking sad ending of him coming back down and be like, oh God, look at all this shit. And then just putting three bullets in us. <laughs> oh my God. That would be the most depressing fucking ending. Oh, oh no, no. It he ends came back because he ends with me. <laughs> shoots the three of us, shoots himself. Nobody ever finds out what happened. <laughs> he went and got the, the gun from the evidence locker and came back. Ah, uh, there we go. That was the right. well, right there. Uh, I hope I hope everybody enjoyed this. I hope you guys enjoyed playing. I hope everybody else enjoyed oh, listening. You know that was a ton of fun. That felt like uh, I was playing a video game, and that was an actual. Oh, I did, boss. dude. It's that was so like cool. a movie in my head. I can't wait to hopefully maybe try to do more things like this in the future. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is a ton of fun. This has been yeah. very fun. I think we all agreed to take like a little little hiatus from this this format. Maybe go back to the original one for a while before we attempt it again. Absolutely, it'll be a great time. Um, so, uh, hope you enjoyed episode seventeen, Elder Campaign Part Two. Um, our our heroes survived. They did it. Uh, if you want to follow us on any kind of social media, our Twitter again is at set of Kings. Instagram is at set of Kings pod and our Gmail. If you want to reach out for any reason is set of Kings pod at gmail.com. Thanks guys. So we've got, I just imagine dense looking down at the ruins or I don't know. Is the church just still standing? Yeah. Just taking a swig from that sherry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> putting the lid back on it, putting it back in his <laughs> That's so great. All right. They're walking out. Bernard's like, we followed the evidence. He says, what? And that's the end of the movie. What? (laughs) What? Got you, dense. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. Bye.